Hey there. Thanks for tuning in to Searching for Service. I'm your host, Joe Kirk. Um, you'll notice that there's only one of us here today. Miss Kelly Kirk uh, is at home recovering. We just had uh, a wonderful little daughter. We're really excited about that. So it is just me. You get me. Um, I've got large shoes to fill for sure. Um, and I'm definitely not as good to look at. So, um, <laughs> and today I have an amazing guest with me, Pat Merriweather. And Pat is the Rotary International Director. And then you will be stepping into the VP role in July. So welcome to the show, first of all. So excited to have you have you here with us. Well, thank you. And congratulations on your newborn. Uh, that is very exciting. And and I hope your wife uh, does take the time to recover because it's it's one of the most precious times, but it's also a change in life too. So oh, it is, and it's been the most amazing thing to watch her become a mother. And you know, and I have two two kids from another marriage, and she's been amazing with them. But to have one of her own, the the change that happens is just so special, and it's been really fun to watch. So I've I've definitely been in the spectator side. I've helped about as much as I can. Uh, at this point, but you know, as you know, it's 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 hard to do. But uh, but again, thank you so much for joining us on this on this show today. And you know, we're really excited to learn a little bit more about Pat. And you know, where do you come from? Well, I'm originally from Chicago, and I uh, was born and raised there. And now I live in Naperville, uh, Naperville, Illinois. Which I'm told is now 160,000 people. I swear when I was in college, it was not that big, but maybe I'm wrong. <laughs> no, when I moved there, it was about 30,000, maybe even a little less. I think we were stretching it at 30, but um, now it's it's flourishing. It really is. And you're married and with children as well, correct? Yes. My husband's a Rotarian, George, and we have four sons. Um, I have three daughters-in-law and seven wonderful grandchildren. Wow, that's amazing! But it's got to get really fun when you get to the grandkid age, and you can just hand them back when, you're, when they're fussy and stuff. You don't have to deal with them. <laughs> you get to give them candy too anytime you want. <laughs> candy, ice cream, you name it. <laughs> <laughs> well, how did you get involved with Rotary? And I'm really excited to hear that both your husband and yourself are involved in the Rotary because Kelly and I are both both involved and it's been magical for, you know, our relationship and our family. Yeah, I um, I probably entered through a different route that many people do. And I was, as I said, born and raised in Chicago. I went to high school and it was about four miles, five miles from Rotary headquarters. And it wasn't until after 2001, I was asked to, to go on an ambassador exchange, not related to Rotary, to China after 9-11. And I came back and one of my friends said, can you come and talk to our Rotary Club? And my first question was, what is Rotary? <laughs> and so that's how I got involved in Rotary. I found the fellowship, the uh, service projects they were doing, the initiatives, and just the general kindness of everyone in the club. And so when they asked me back for lunch again, I was like, yes, I'm on, I'll do it. <laughs> and that's how I got started in Rotary. That's that's amazing. And you know, that's a commonality amongst some of the other guests that we've had on the show is, you know, you get introduced 
through something else. And then all of a sudden you get kind of hooked in and, and, you know, you don't ever leave. (laughs) (laughs) You know, this, this show is really geared around service. I mean, obviously it's called searching for service and we connect um, Rotarians and, you know, what we hope are future Rotarians, but ultimately we just really care about connecting people that care about service to service projects. Can you share what your favorite service project that you've worked on? Oh, uh, there's probably so many of them. Uh, but I think from a, because um, uh, I've gone to over 30 countries and, and different projects, but I think the one that was the most impactful for me personally was a teaching lesson, um, a teaching lesson that I got. Sure. And I was, um, it was early on, I was going to, I went to Kenya, Upendo Village in Kenya. It's a uh, primarily an AIDS, HIV community. Uh, the children had all lost their parents and they were raising their siblings. And it's supported by a, a Catholic initiative out of um, the Wheaton Franciscan sisters. And so I went there and um, I'm going through these villages and they're modern dung huts. People are living the, the children are supporting their siblings. They're making sure they go to school. They're going to school. They're going down for water to pick it up and bring it back and barter for food. I mean, it was really uh, the most impoverished area I had ever been in. And um, and then in this corner, mud and dung hut. And the mud and dung huts, there's no furniture. There's usually slabs of wood that they were sleeping on. And I looked over and there was like one of those cans, you know, that has a wick out of it. And it was like a, not an oil can, but like that. Uh, they were using it to, to study at night. And in the corner was on the wood was a physics book. <laughs> and I sort of chuckled. And I said to the, to the, young, the young man, um, physics. And he said, he looked me straight in the eye and said, I want to be a physicist. And that was my educational lesson to never underestimate the vision that other people have, the hope they have for a better life. But, um, and, and again, he went on to high school and college and raised his siblings. That's amazing insight. And, you know, it, I think we all get so stuck in our biases and our, Mm -hmm. you know, the things that we we're just programmed to judge and short circuit a process, Mm -hmm. right? Like we think, and I think that's such good advice for everybody listening on here to step back and remember that there's, there's always something beneath what you're perceiving and, Mm -hmm. and to always be open to, to hear that. Thank you for sharing that. That's, that's a really wonderful story. Um, you know, Tell us a little bit about how you graduated, because obviously you don't become um, vice president overnight. Tell us a little bit about how you got from a Rotary member to, you know, serving in Rotary International Leadership. Uh, It is an interesting story because I never aspired to do anything except service. I, I love the service. I love um, you know, like everyone does, they love their club, uh, the fellowship that was provided. And I just started really getting actively involved and engaged in uh, uh, 
the rotary projects, the rotary grants, and then getting involved at the district level. And uh, before I knew it, um, you know, and also at the club level, being a president, and then a, a few years later, a district governor. And then the opportunity opened up for the director position. And a few days before it closed, I, um, I applied. And that's how I've just felt that so many people opened up doors and said, would you like to do this? Would you like to join with us? And I had a mentor, Art Davis, and he said to me, Pat, never say no. Um, always find a way to say yes or get others to say yes and that, have them. The second half in. of that is so true because there'll be times <laughs> where, and you know, I've bumped into it already with Rotary, and then you, you see it all the time is, you know, either there's just constraints to something and you, you're like, oh. I don't feel like I can do that. But immediately Rotary teaches you, well, then find somebody that can do it. <laughs> right. <laughs> it, it's amazing. It's that yes said. It's almost like a, um, you know, like a, a skit. Uh, what is it? Improv skit. Like you got to keep it going. You can't let it stop. <laughs> That's so amazing. Um, and it's so common. You know, we've had the the just absolute privilege of interviewing some great people on here. And mm-hmm. how often the the answer of how did you get to where you are is, I don't know. I just said yes. I got asked, and it was it just kind of mm-hmm. just said yes, and the opportunity presented itself. And it's just so amazing, and it's a nice little like microchasm of you know how life can be. Is just keep saying yes to things and, and keep mm-hmm. keep finding ways to help people or find other people to help people, um, and that really just kind of gets it gets you there. So we've got about a minute left um, with this segment. Is there anything else that you want to share? about yourself before we go into kind of the, the meat and potatoes of the, 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 the show. I, I do want to share something and that has to do with how I got involved in grants and service and international uh, with our club. And I was walking back. I had just been installed as a member of the Rotary Club and a Rotarian pulled me aside and grabbed my hand and said, I've got this perfect project for you to work on and I'll meet you right after the club. And I was engaged at that point. Um, I was fully engaged. So again, I, I think it's somebody asking or opening up a door and taking the opportunity to go through it. I love that. That's so good. And that'll, that'll bring us speaking of doors. We're going to walk into the next door where we talk about some of the international work that, that, you know, Rotary does and how you've been involved with it. So we're really excited to hear about that in the next segment. So you are listening to Searching for Service brought to you by Rotary Districts 5950 and 5960. We'll see you in the next segment. For decades, eradicating polio worldwide has been Rotary's cornerstone cause. We are incredibly close to ridding the globe of this virus, but we need everyone's help to get us to the goal. World Polio Day is October 24th. Please consider making a new donation to Polio Plus or increasing your already generous giving. Go to npolio.org to be a part of this historical eradication of polio. You will help get vaccinations to the most remote parts of our world and help fulfill a promise we made to end polio now. Two drops and it stops. Rotary is a place for all community-minded people who want to serve their areas with the support of an international organization. Join Rotary to find service. Join Rotary to find inclusion. Join Rotary to find leadership. Join Rotary to find fun. Join Rotary to find friendship. Join Rotary to find a better version of the world. 
Find a Rotary Club near you at rotary.org and click on Club Finder. There is a club out there for everyone. Find your fit with Rotary. Rotary.org. Get ready for the Imagine Rotary Tri-District Conference on April 29th at beautiful Madden's on Gull Lake. This conference is the perfect opportunity to connect with fellow Rotarians in a shared vision of welcome, engagement, and involvement. Here are just a few reasons to attend. Education, where you'll learn about professional development and hear from a variety of expert speakers to make you a better Rotarian. Camaraderie, where you'll create memories and make lifelong friends with fellow Rotarians. Celebration, where you can join the fun with entertainment and activities that celebrate your hard work and dedication to Rotary. Inspiration, where you can leverage the presence of over 160 clubs under one roof and find your next club service project. And finally, recognition, where you can join us in saying thank you for all you do to live out the mission of Rotary. Don't miss the Imagine Rotary Tri-District Conference on April 29th at Madden's on Gull Lake. Be part of an unforgettable experience and register now at imagine.rotarymidwest.org. That's imagine.rotarymidwest.org. Hey there, welcome back to Searching for Service. Excited to have you. And just as a reminder, you can find us anywhere that you listen to a podcast. And we do like those five-star reviews, so make sure to fill those out for us. Just as a reminder, we do have Pat Merriweather on the show today. And you know, you've got 10 different titles and accolades, but I'll just use Rotary International Director and then our future VP in July. So we're really excited to have you on the show. And, you know, why don't we just jump in right away of how Rotary International is really starting to transform the way that we respond to, you know, global events, natural disasters, um, you know, just just kind of go into that because I, I think that it's really evolved in the the recent years with the pandemic and everything else. Yes, I, I, I think with the Rotary Foundation that they have really been in tune with what's going on and where people are, where their interests are and how they uh, want to support initiatives. Certainly we have the global grants, we have the Peace Fellows, we have the scholarships, all of those things. Uh, but a couple of years ago, they ventured into disaster grants, and this was about $25,000 per grant, um, and people would donate funds towards it. But, but during the pandemic, uh, there was the escalation also of the needs for more uh, personal protective equipment and water stations and things like that. So they addressed it oftentimes through grants, but also through district funds. Hmm. And then Ukraine hit. And Ukraine was, I think, the, the watershed event for the disaster grants, where they said anyone can contribute to um, for Ukraine specifically. Before, you would just put your money in disaster grants, and it would be first come, first serve. Then they said for Ukraine, this is devoted towards Ukraine. And what happened is they had over 15 million, almost $16 million in just a couple of weeks. That's incredible. It was incredible. And the amount of work that was done then using those funds, uh, because oftentimes Ukraine couldn't purchase medical supplies or equipment um, in their country because it either had been destroyed or their, their transportation lines weren't up. So they looked to other districts to purchase that, to apply for grants on their behalf. 
So it really did engage Rotary as a, as a whole organization. And then, of course, we had the Pakistan, the Pakistan floods that mm-hmm. occurred and covered, you know, what about over a third of the country and still to this day are not um, receding in some areas. I'll, actually, I'll be going there in May of this year to Pakistan. That's that's amazing. And our club actually recently had uh, somebody from Pakistan on that spoke regarding all of the flood uh, damage and in the in in some of the um, strategic rebuilding of mm-hmm. of the you know doing a little bit more engineering, propping some of the the communities up higher. And it was really fascinating. You know, one of the takeaways that I, I got from COVID and, you know, now Ukraine is we can't forget that the, the world keeps on kind of trucking regardless if we are focused on COVID or the Ukraine. You know, there's still people that are uh, food insecure in mm-hmm. in Africa, India, you know, everywhere around the world, and our ability to to mobilize. And sometimes, when we use these events like COVID or like the Ukraine, and you really see how when we have a focused target, how much uh, goodwill we can do. You know, sixteen million dollars a couple of weeks. That's incredible, right? Mm-hmm. And but just to be able to keep highlighting all of these areas of need because. It's constant and it, you know, it's never going to go away. And it's, it's our duty to also respond to that as, you know, Rotarians. I I think the, the disasters that we've seen, uh, you know, including Turkey and Syria uh, with the earthquakes, Mm -hmm. having um, the one beauty about Rotary too, is we can get the people, the Rotarians from Ukraine, we can get the Rotarians and Rotaractors from Turkey and Syria and Rotarians from uh, Pakistan. And when they tell the story and show the images, we're now part of that. We Mm -hmm. can feel, we can feel their pain. um, And we, we end up supporting them uh, because we understand that it's so unusual and it could happen to anyone. Yeah, the part that I'm always amazed by with Rotary is we all speak kind of a similar language regardless of where we are in the world. So when when messages need to get around the world regarding if it's a disaster relief or if it's anything, we're able to move information extremely quickly. Yes. Um, you know, we don't have to go through as much politic and you know everything else. It's not like, you know, you're you're in a you don't speak the language or you don't understand the customs and we're able to just reach out to that country's Rotarians and say, you know, help find help us help you, right? Mm-hmm. Like and wow. and it happens so quickly and like like the did you say sixteen million dollars in two weeks? Was that right? Yes. Wow. Yeah. That's yeah. still that's still astonishing to me. Like I've always just been absolutely blown away by how quickly and how meaningfully Rotary can respond to whatever the call is. Mm-hmm. So it, let, it has been my husband before he was a Rotarian. We went to a convention and I was looking for this one Dr. Kamoro from Nigeria because uh, we were working on a project. And what he said to me is he said, I cannot believe it was within five minutes somebody located him and he was there meeting with us. And he said, 
the network of Rotary is something that he had never experienced or seen before uh, because we are so well connected. Well, and you hear in disaster relief specifically is time is of the essence, right? Like mm-hmm. the, in, in the faster that you can um, react and deploy, the more mm-hmm. lives you save and the more impact you have. And that's where Rotary, I, I just don't think that there's another organization in the world, period, that has better ability to react quickly and with effectiveness. Like, it's not that we just do something quickly and it, it's it's meaningless. Is that because we have the boots on the ground and the local expertise that we're able to target that benefit so well that it does so much good. And I, I've just always been amazed by – and just every day I feel like I'm I'm always just astonished by something that Rot- Rotary has done. And, and it has a lot to do with the structure. And, mm-hmm. you know, we hit on it a little bit uh, in the first segment with – you know how how well the leadership and how well the hierarchy is is established for clarity and speed um and for just prolonged success i don't know really i don't really know where i was going with that in terms of like <laughs> you, you, you it was just more of like me pontificating uh. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll tell you a little bit if you have uh, about a minute. I, we, we have two minutes and 40 seconds left in this segment, okay. so you got lots of time. Okay. Uh, one of the, the greatest stories that I felt also came out of uh, Turkey was when the governor, Emro, was talking about how you know, they were all as as the earthquake uh, the day after. They lost Rotarians. They lost Rotaractors in the earthquake. And he said that all of a sudden, um, all these rotaractors from around Turkey drove into the area to help with the recovery. And then they helped set up tents and places, you know, the sleeping units and that. And he said to them, well, aren't you going to stay in a tent or in the sleeping area? And they said, no, uh, we'll sleep in our cars. We want to let the other people have a place to stay. And he just broke down in tears. He said, it was like, this is Rotary at its best. And the young people get it. It's no longer just, you know, Rotarians, it's Rotaractors, it's Interactors that have turned out to help. So it is, um, you know, you said it's universal throughout Rotary, uh, no matter what country you're in, uh, it's the same type of support and reactions that people give to one another. Well, and I think that's so important for our audience to hear this because, you know, not everybody that listens to this are Rotarians. And, you know, in fact, mm-hmm. we've actually generated membership off of this show that, you know, they, they just hear, wow, I, it's astonishing what Rotary accomplishes. And, you know, I I just wanted to find service opportunities and, Boy, I found Rotary, and I found a family, and I found a you know a community, and I found a, a an organization that not only impacts locally but also internationally. And it was just so much more than what I thought it was. So it's it's so cool when when you hear that feedback, and if you're listening out there and you're just trying to get involved in your community, or you're looking for something to do that's larger than yourself, or just serve in some meaningful way. It's such a start to just start locally. And if you, you know, with you, Mm -hmm. Pat, I mean, it started 
you were in your your club and you started with just yourself. So, you know, I'm, my time management is not as good without Kelly here. Uh, I've got like 10 seconds. I got to get us out of here, but <laughs> this is really great conversation. Excited to keep this conversation going. So as a reminder, you're listening to Searching for Service and we're excited to see you in the next segment. For decades, eradicating polio worldwide has been Rotary's cornerstone cause. We are incredibly close to ridding the globe of this virus, but we need everyone's help to get us to the goal. World Polio Day is October 24th. Please consider making a new donation to Polio Plus or increasing your already generous giving. Go to npolio.org to be a part of this historical eradication of polio. You will help get vaccinations to the most remote parts of our world and help fulfill a promise we made to end polio now. Two drops and it stops. Rotary is a place for all community-minded people who want to serve their areas with the support of an international organization. Join Rotary to find service. Join Rotary to find inclusion. Join Rotary to find leadership. Join Rotary to find fun. Join Rotary to find friendship. Join Rotary to find a better version of the world. Find a Rotary club near you at rotary.org and click on Club Finder. There is a club out there for everyone. Find your fit with Rotary. Rotary.org. Get ready for the Imagine Rotary Tri-District Conference on April 29th at beautiful Madden's on Gull Lake. This conference is the perfect opportunity to connect with fellow Rotarians in a shared vision of welcome, engagement, and involvement. Here are just a few reasons to attend. Education, where you'll learn about professional development and hear from a variety of expert speakers to make you a better Rotarian. Camaraderie, where you'll create memories and make lifelong friends with fellow Rotarians. Celebration, where you can join the fun with entertainment and activities that celebrate your hard work and dedication to Rotary. Inspiration, where you can leverage the presence of over 160 clubs under one roof and find your next club service project. And finally, recognition, where you can join us in saying thank you for all you do to live out the mission of Rotary. Don't miss the Imagine Rotary Tri-District Conference on April 29th at Madden's on Gull Lake. Be part of an unforgettable experience and register now at imagine.rotarymidwest.org. That's imagine.rotarymidwest.org. Hey, welcome back to Searching for Service. I am Joseph Kirk, your host. I'm here with Pat Merriweather. And just as a reminder that you can find us on your local favorite podcast providers. And our show really, really appreciates the five-star reviews. It's how we know we're doing a good job for you and providing value. So Pat, just to tie up our last section, and you know, we talked a little bit off offline is, you know, we're in a world that is constantly telling us that we're different than the next person, you know, the person right next to us. And my favorite, favorite, favorite thing about Rotary is you realize just how much we're the same. I mean, it's, it's actually astonishing how much we're all Mm -hmm. the same and we're all seeking really similar, basic, fundamental needs and rights that people all deserve. And I'm just constantly blown away and given proper perspective that we are so much more alike than we're, we're different. And I have to say, traveling to many different countries, I find the commonality, you know, the wanting the best for their children uh, to be employed, to be contributing to a society, to be healthy, uh, to enjoy happiness. Um, 
and and to be able to share that with others. I mean, I, I think it is very universal. And I think that's how Rotary is. Um, you know, it's it's the it's the service, it's the friendship, it's the fellowship, it's uh bundled all together. Yeah. That's amazing. Well, let's pivot our conversation. You know, I'm really excited to talk about this. And, you know, I, I was, I really appreciated you actually bringing me up to speed on this because I, I didn't know a whole lot about how these zone institutes work and how they're brought together and why they're important. And you have a zone institute coming in Evanston, Chicago, which is the founding place or it's where uh, Rotary Headquarters, World Headquarters is located, correct? Yes. Mm -hmm. Yep. So how about you just run with that a little bit and give us a little background of what a Zone Institute does, you know, brings in all the districts and and what the the meaning and hope of what you accomplish in those those institutes. Well, it's it's a a multi-day event, and it'll be in uh, Evanston, Chicago, the birthplace of Rotary and the home of Rotary. So we're able to knock both of those off at one time. And we bring in uh, people from district governors-elect, nominees, uh, past district governors, and then everyone involved in uh, membership, foundation, public image, uh, education or facilitated learning, uh, polio, um, major grants. It, it really is a large group of people that come together and they go through preparation for the next year. What is the next year going to be like? So in October, we're already planning for the next July. And so we'll come together. It's a lot of intense type of uh, training in that, learning and sharing with each other, it's facilitated types of approach, so you can't sleep during a session. Uh, you've got to be engaged and involved. And then we we also treat them to the surrounding community. So we'll be going to different places in Evanston and Skokie, seeing the Holocaust Museum, the Baha'i Temple, um, and then also to Chicago so they can explore Chicago. We'll have dinners at night on uh, two of the nights. We're at the Women's Club of Evanston. And we selected that location not only because of its historic uh, place in Evanston, but because it also, uh, they provide the services. They're all volunteers. And so the money they raise actually goes towards scholarships, scholarships for uh, women, uh, young girls in need. And then and Saturday night, we'll be at the Ukrainian Cultural Center for our dinner, Rotarians, for all of their support to thank the Rotarians for all of their support for Ukraine. So it's going to be a wonderful time. It really is. That's That sounds like a full calendar. And, you know... <laughs> Just to help us, like to help those that are listening to this that aren't Rotarians or aren't familiar with it, like what's the what is the purpose? Like, what do you hope to achieve by the end of it? I know it's it's a lot of planning, but you know, at the end, what do you hope that anybody who attends takes away from it? That they're they're knowledgeable about um, the positions that they will have, the importance of um, you know leaders. Uh, bringing up other leaders, encouraging that innovation, their capability to explore uh, 
on different you know, projects and programs. And by the end of it, uh, we hope they leave energized, uh, knowledgeable about what they have ahead, and then um, acquainted with some other things because we do bring in guest speakers and typically on topics of interest such as mental health. Uh, we'll have one on mental health, on uh, peace, how, how to navigate through the next couple of years uh, across all nations, but also in the United States, mm -hmm. uh, how to deal with the divisiveness and make sure that we stay focused on what's most important in our mission and vision of Rotary. So there's a lot of life, life development and, you know, just continual learning that's happening at these things. It is. And, and we have the the beauty is we'll have the Rotary staff there, too, so that we can also pull them in and uh, they can also share uh, more information and be supportive to all, all of the uh, Rotary leaders that will be there. Yeah, it just made me think of something. I remember I used to work for Target um, and because, you know, Minnesota is obviously the home of the tar the headquarters. Mm -hmm. Everybody, you know, was on their best behavior because at any point, <laughs> you know, headquarters could come in. I'm sure that it's going to have a interest, like a similar feeling being kind of in the, 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 the motherland, so to speak. I, I don't think we're that <laughs> reserved. Um, I, I actually I'm in Kansas right now. Uh, calling in. And uh, we did bowling last night. We did karaoke. Um, <laughs> we had a great time. And uh, I, I do think that Rotary uh, Rotary members will have fun no matter where they are. Now, do you have to be invited to this or is this something that you can sign up for if you are just a rotator, like, you know, if you're if you're not in leadership? Actually, for, for the events on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, they are open to any Rotarian, Rotaractor, um, even Interactors. Uh, so the training, because it is very specific to positions on uh, Thursday and part of Friday, that is really for the people that will be in those positions. And it's to make it manageable um, in terms of the interaction and um, collaborative learning. Yeah, I like a good trip to Chicago anytime I can. Um, I mean, <laughs> I may not be, I may, great. I may not be able to go anywhere for a little while, but, <laughs> <laughs> um, but where can people find out more information about the Zone Institute? Okay, it's it's on the website on zones twenty five B and twenty nine. Okay, so if you just do a Google on zones twenty five B and twenty nine it'll show up on, on your site. That's awesome. Just in case there's anybody out there that's really curious about attending this, because I mean, it sounds yes. amazing. It really does. And, you know, what a unique opportunity to, to see where Rotary's, you know, roots are and, you know, how it, and think about how far it's come. <laughs> you oh, yeah. kind of laugh about it and go, wow, that's, it started there and it's spread like wildfire and, you know, we're really we're really lucky that it did, and we're able to do a lot of good. So, uh, what are, what are you looking most forward to about the event personally? Well, I, I think it, giving them a, a taste of Chicago um, uh, and the experience of Evanston, uh, the cultural. You know, we oftentimes people from Chicago we talk about two Chicagos. 
there's the Chicago, the touristy, and the Chicago that nobody else sees. So, so we hope to acquaint them that, with some of those challenges that we are facing. And then on the other hand, uh, they'll be meeting with Gordon McAnally, who mm-hmm. will be president at the time, Stephanie Urchik, who will be president-elect, and also Mark Maloney, who's a past RI uh, president, but he also is the chair-elect of the Rotary Foundation. So they have all this opportunity to interact, ask any questions, and to be in the same room with them and have conversations. That's a pretty cool opportunity. Yes. That's a, I call that a target-rich environment. <laughs> 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 and then one more question, and I've been dying to ask you this actually since the beginning of this is like, do you have a favorite restaurant in Chicago that everybody that goes to this event should go to? Oh, you know, actually ask me what type of food. Oh, okay. Type of food. Okay. Cause okay. they're all, they're all there. I mean, I love Chicago. It's they're a great all town. There. One of my favorite restaurants is uh, Mi Tierra. Mm-hmm. It's in the uh, Mexican, uh, what's called the little village community. And the reason being is we did a charter night there, uh, was the first at Mexican Rotary Club in Chicago. And uh, they had over 300 people for a charter night and uh, 30 people came from Mexico. And as soon as we installed the president, we didn't get time to install anyone else because they came out with bottles of tequila and everyone was doing shots. Oh boy. The whole- <laughs> The rest of the event was, <laughs> it was gone. It, it was out of control. It was a great time. A lot of fun. So oh, man. Meteora is a wonderful place to go. We'll have to check it out. So, yeah. but let's, uh, let's transition. We, we get to go into the last segment, which is my personal favorite and hearing about, you know, what your goals and aspirations and dreams are for not only Rot- Rotary, but you know, yourself and your roles that you're taking up on. So, um, Let's let's head into that and you know you're listening to Searching for Service and I'm Joe Kirk and we'll see you in the last segment. Excited. For decades eradicating polio worldwide has been Rotary's cornerstone cause. We are incredibly close to ridding the globe of this virus, but we need everyone's help to get us to the goal. World Polio Day is October 24th. Please consider making a new donation to Polio Plus or increasing your already generous giving. Go to npolio.org to be a part of this historical eradication of polio. You will help get vaccinations to the most remote parts of our world and help fulfill a promise we made to end polio now. Two drops and it stops. Rotary is a place for all community-minded people who want to serve their areas with the support of an international organization. Join Rotary to find service. Join Rotary to find inclusion. Join Rotary to find leadership. Join Rotary to find fun. Join Rotary to find friendship. Join Rotary to find a better version of the world. Find a Rotary Club near you at rotary.org and click on Club Finder. There is a club out there for everyone. Find your fit with Rotary. Rotary Rotary.org. Get ready for the Imagine Rotary Tri-District Conference on April 29th at beautiful Madden's on Gull Lake. This conference is the perfect opportunity to connect with fellow Rotarians in a shared vision of welcome, engagement, and involvement. Here are just a few reasons to attend. Education, where you'll learn about professional development and hear from a variety of expert speakers to make you a better Rotarian. Camaraderie, where you'll create memories and make lifelong friends with fellow Rotarians. Celebration, where you can join the fun with entertainment and activities that 
celebrate your hard work and dedication to Rotary. Inspiration, where you can leverage the presence of over 160 clubs under one roof and find your next club service project. And finally, Recognition, where you can join us in saying thank you for all you do to live out the mission of Rotary. Don't miss the Imagine Rotary Tri-District Conference on April 29th at Madden's on Gull Lake. Be part of an unforgettable experience and register now at imagine.rotarymidwest.org. That's imagine.rotarymidwest.org. Hey, welcome back to Searching for Service, brought to you by Rotary Districts 5950 and 5960. I'm Joe Kirk, and I'm with Pat Merriweather, uh, Rotary International Director and VP coming this July. We've been talking a lot about, I don't know, kind of all kinds of stuff, to be honest. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> you know, it's kind of a potpourri of, of things. But my favorite segment is always when we can kind of dream ahead and, um, you know, really talk about what we have for visions depending on what we're talking, you know, what the subject matter is of the, 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 the call. Since we had the potpourri, you know, share some of the, the goals and aspirations you have, you know, for Rotary, for you, your role coming in as the VP um, in 2023 here. Just share some of the, the, the goals and aspirations you have. I, I think, it, you know, in the short term, which is, um, you know, now and uh, next year, uh, certainly, the the short term is uh, getting more people engaged and involved that are in Rotary to to also uh, be involved. Um, I'd also like to see increases in uh, interact. Um, I I was young in in high school, and I was in junior achievement, and I do have to say that experience changed my life. And I hear that all the time from interactors too, is how this really propelled them to take on, um, you know, future future involvement with Rotary as well. Absolutely. For next year, yeah, for next year, I think, you know, Gordon McNally, has, um, he wants continuity of service, succession planning, handoffs, um, he, of course, hope, creating hope in the world, and also mental health. And I'm here in Kansas right now, and I did not know this, that Kansas is ranked number 51, including the United States and Puerto Rico, for lack of um, mental health services. Meaning they don't have the services? They don't. Okay. Yep. No, okay. they don't. And, and so the need for mental health, um, I think, is something that Gordon, his uh, President Gordon, has really emphasized and treating mental health in the same vein we would treat physical health. Sure, absolutely. And, he, and so I, I, I think those what, are. Oh, sorry, didn't mean to cut you off there. Yeah, those are areas that I think are going to be very important, along with peace, peace within our communities, peace within our nation, peace within the world. There sure and seems to be a real clear line through all of those initiatives, right? Like, I mean, they all feed into one another. Yes. And what's really fascinating is, you, you know, Rotary. I mean, I've, I've shared it in uh, the other pod or the other shows as well. Is Rotary changed my life in in that the service was the greatest mental um, help for me personally. 
Um, and so to be able to, to focus a little bit more on that mental, the mental health that then, you know, obviously you're going to be able to forge more peace and understanding amongst people. If, if the individuals that are talking have <laughs> a better feeling of self and, mm -hmm. and it, so I love those initiatives. I think those are really great. How about something for yourself? Do you have a personal goal that you're excited about achieving in the coming years? Could be related to Rotary or not. Um, I, I do have a, a personal goal. It's not related to Rotary, but in the future it could be. Um, and that's to um, improve the, the quality and safety of nursing homes hmm. and uh, the nursing home residents. I, I've been working, uh, you know, professionally in this area of quality and uh, safety improvement. And this was one area that hasn't really ever improved. And actually it's it's uh, gone <laughs> the opposite way. And so I just see that many residents are, are very challenged. And what's interesting is during the pandemic, the isolation that took place for seniors was the same across the world. And so it was the, this challenge that we have is that we treat people in nursing homes, I always say out of sight, out of mind, and that's what we've pretty much done is as long as we don't have to see and face the realities, it's out of our mind and out of policy and um, legislative development. So what's one thing that you feel like can really move the needle in in that? I, I think there's probably two things. One, residents and families and communities getting involved in nursing homes. Mm -hmm. Um, and because half of the residents in nursing homes don't have family. So it really is the community taking a leadership role and saying, we care about the residents that are there and we are demanding better care for them. So uh, that's one way. The other way is, um, you know, talking to legislators um, about the conditions of nursing homes. I, I'm from... Uh, the Illinois, and in Illinois, one out of five of our 700 nursing homes has what's called the red hand. It's the abuse hand where you should not, you know, send anyone, don't think about going there or sending a loved one. So I, I do think that there's opportunities to affect change, uh, but it also has to, it has to be more public, more transparent. Sure. Yeah, I mean, there definitely needs to be much more conversation around around that topic. And you're right, COVID really highlighted that, right? I mean, we we couldn't go and see them; they were completely isolated, and it just it actually just mirrored what they were already feeling and being treated as. So, you know, I'm I'm really excited that you're you're really taking that on, and you've spent a lot of your life, you know, helping people in this, in, you know, in this area and in this industry. And so what, what's well, one the, thing that a, a rotary club could do? Like our rotary club, um, come Valentine's day, we do, we do Valentine's and mm -hmm. flowers and it's always met with such great, um, you know, people just love it. And it just feels a little like when you kind of put it in context of what you just talked about, it feels a little like surface level. So what's something that a, a rotary club could uh, empower themselves to do to really help that community? 
I, I think if there is no um, any type of resident or resident family council, they can ask for uh, why isn't there a community council that we can get involved with. But I will tell you what happened during the pandemic. We, um, our, our district decided to buy iPads for the nursing homes. And so we bought 264 uh, iPads and distributed them to the nursing homes in the Chicago area. And what happened is it made the Tribune, the Tribune had an editorial about there should be this level of communication that nursing home residents can talk to their family members and their family members can see, visually see uh, their, their loved ones. And it took the eye of a legislator, a state legislator, and now in Illinois, it is required that all nursing homes provide um, virtual visitation, just as if they had in-person visitation, virtual visitation for those that are far away and can't make it in, or if the nursing home ever goes back on lockdown. But it's now a requirement as of January 1st, 2023. Wow. So really meaningful change that was implemented and started through 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 Rotary. Started by Rotarians. <laughs> uh, unbelievable. Yeah. Well, Pat, we're, we're really kind of wrapping up here. We've got about 45 seconds left. I just want to thank you so much for coming on the show today, um, taking time out of your busy schedule. And it's going to get a whole lot busier, it sounds like, in July. And, you know, thank you from the bottom of our heart. We're hoping that this show reaches more people and really engages current Rotarians as well. So thank you so much for being part of that. Well, thank you for everything you do, Joe, in getting the word out about Rotary and engaging more people to join Rotary and, and get active in Rotary, too. So thank you for what you do. And congratulations, Dad. Thank you so much. <laughs> and just as a reminder, you're listening to Searching for Service. And just remember, it's time to stop searching and start serving. <laughs>